0: Hello everyone and welcome to the HyperNest podcast. During this chat we interview founders, we try to understand their struggles, their needs and in general we want to learn more about their journey. I'm Alessio in the core team of HyperNest and Accelerator DAO, and today I will be chatting with Cesar Suarez, the CEO and founder of Stenir, that produces a fantastic technology that allows local business and any venue in the world to uh, mint geolocalized NFT. Uh, So welcome Cesar, very happy to have you here today.
1: Thank you Alessio, very happy to be be here in the podcast. And yeah, what we do is uh, geolocated NFTs, so you need to be in the place to collect your NFT. And we work with two main verticals. The first one is in which we create city souvenirs. So next time you go to Amsterdam, New York, Paris, Hong Kong, Tokyo, you will collect an Esvenir NFT instead of the typical boring, outdated, old-fashioned T-shirt, cap, whatever uh, uh, souvenir. Uh, and we also we are also introducing this technology to businesses that they, they can create uh, more loyal customers, and we can increase the intensity and the amount of experiences that they give to their customers as well.
0: Okay, yeah. sounds fantastic. So can we say that you're building on one side a technology product and on the other side the first application of it? Exactly, exactly. That's right. It So we have the geolocated
1: technology to collect NFTs. Mm-hmm. And then we ourselves, we launched the first project on top of it, which is the VIB Club, Before It Breaks Club. In which we aim to never let anyone forget how amazing humans and modern nature are by creating collections that showcase the best culture, the food, the nightlife, the amazing people, and so on of every place that we launch a collection. So, so exactly. So, that's the first project that uses the technology.
0: Yep. That's so cool. Very, very cool. Very, very interesting. I'm looking forward to collecting your, your uh, souvenir, uh, uh, NFT souvenir around the world then. Um, Let me ask you a question regarding uh, uh, use cases, right? Because it made me think from the description of uh, your protocol that the use cases might be many, right? One, uh, we are talking about Souvenir as one of the use cases, but you were also mentioning about uh, business-to-business relationships, so essentially providing this technology to other businesses. What kind of use cases do you have in mind?
1: Uh, So for the City Souvenirs? We are uh-huh. creating experiences for the holders. So for example, uh-huh. you will have a fixer, which is a person that you can ask whatever you want about that city. For example, next uh-huh. time you are planning a trip to Turkey, instead of you uh, looking on blogs or whatever, simple, you simply get the NFT from Istanbul. And then uh-huh. you get a person in Istanbul in which you can ask all sort of questions about what to do on a Monday, 5 p.m. Where to go eat the best pizza? Where should I go out? uh, Where can I rent a car? Where can I sleep? All of this stuff. So you have a Pixar and then you also have a list between five to 10 experiences in which you can get a free chocolate. You can get a free burger. You can get a free pizza. You can get like access to a certain parties. So we create a bunch of experiences Mm -hmm. uh, that these travelers can uh, have access to by having that NFT and those experiences are recurrent. So once you finish your trip, you can pass your NFT to another traveler that is going to Turkey, so they can also have the same experience. Uh, So this is the use case for the city souvenirs and for businesses. Uh uh, We believe that uh, all of the brands in the world, they need to increase the loyalty of their customers. So next Uh time you go to your favorite burger place, you can acquire an NFT from that burger place and this NFT will get you access so a special type of burgers to maybe try out the new burger that they aim to release or maybe have like uh, a private party in which you can offer anyone burgers in the burger place so businesses have new ways and new variety of offering value to their customers it's not just the burger it's a whole experience if you buy the nft from that burger place you can use the facilities you can have access to a talk with the chef you can make suggestions It's all about building the community around that venue. So that's what we allow to, because it's in real life experiences. So you need
0: to be in the place to collect the NFTs. So this is what we are all about. Okay, this is amazing. So it seems to me a super powerful marketing tool for geolocalized businesses from all over the world. So it can can allow me to do uh, some a specific uh, actions so or getting a discount or you know getting closer to the singer for example if i am a singer fan right if i go to a specific uh, concert um well, on the other hand this makes me think but correct me if i'm wrong that you can potentially even issue ticket for certain for a concert or a specific venue or you can even you can even be you know, additional digital art, digital art that, okay, this would go potentially hand-in-hand uh, hand with uh, the souvenir uh, use cases. Yeah,
1: so we are working on integrating our technology with the current ticketing companies. We are not going to be a replace for them, but mm-hmm. we are going to be uh, the platform they use to add more value to their ticket buyers. So we are... Okay. Like kind of like a plugin that they put into their current ticket systems. And this provides a more community-based experience from the people that collect the NFTs. So we are not a replacement for them, we are an addition to them. And then we we not only sell the technology, but we also sell the full package. So we also propose like, hey, look, you are gonna create a concert, you should do this and this and this and this. Hey, you are a burger restaurant, you should do this and this and this and this. So it's not only that we sell the technology; we we offer the full package with in real life experiences, which is our goal to have more meaningful experiences, a more meaningful and rich
0: experience in the world. It is, I think it's very clever and very meaningful. I think it's also the, your strategy of complementing um, existing, uh, for example, ticketing services it is very, very good instead of trying to completely replace them. So I think it, it is a, a very good strategy, in my opinion. Um, yeah. In terms of vision, what is the, the vision for, for Svenir as a technology?
1: So again, Svenir aims to increase the intensity and the amount of experiences that people can have in the world. So the main reason we are working with geolocated technologies because we saw uh, definitely lack of real experiences in the NFT community. You can collect an NFT, but you can have it in your wallet. But what's the point of having an NFT in your wallet? Well, you can flip it, make money, but what's the point of having money? Like The point of having money is to so that you can enjoy more life. right? So we really want our NFT holders to enjoy more life, to have knowledge spillovers, that can make our generation solve the greatest problems that we are challenging right now, climate change, inequality, uh, the lack of innovation in the marine sector. So we really want to empower creators, innovators, entrepreneurs, travelers, risk-takers, people that are not afraid of change, people that want to get out of the comfort zone to get together, travel the world, uh, and just take advantage of this technology that you you can get together with other people, which is amazing as well, and try to enjoy life, but at the same time, try to solve the biggest problems of the world. So our mission is just to bring cool people together, creators, and just to try to empower them and give them a place where they can learn, grow, travel, experience more life. This is our goal, right? And also, at the same time, to never let, as I said before, never let anyone forget how amazing humans are. We are amazing. Humanity is amazing. We have created so many things. Uh, and also, modern nature, because we need to create awareness about all our species, plants, trees, everything. So then we can protect them, we can value them. Uh, and also, we need to be aware that we are only like 5,000 years old, humanity. So we have millions of years ahead of us and we really need to create those communities. We really need to uh, kind of like bring new ideas to the table and empower people. So this is all about Svenir skills, goodbye, fun times, but also creating.
0: Okay. I like, I like this idea. I think uh, that blending uh, uh, offline and online, you know, extending, you know, the amount of experiences that they, the humans can have, I think is definitely a meaningful, um, definitely a meaningful objective. Um, in the last period, uh, I think that there are other also competitors, potentially, that are also uh, developing geolocalized minting technologies. What is the, the difference between uh, between Svanir and them? So what's, what's your differentiator? in another world?
1: Well, I think uh, we are the only ones in the cities who are interesting. I think mm-hmm. we are the only ones bringing awareness about how amazing humans are, how amazing modern nature are. I think we are the only ones thinking about bringing a community of creators together so we can enjoy life, but at the same time, solve all of these greatest problems of our current generation. I think our approach uh, of having which I didn't mention before, but we have five amazing characters. We have a Tyrannosaurus Rex, which will always remember us what will happen if we don't take care of our planet. We will go extinct. Uh, we also have uh, Zeus, which brings us vibes about entrepreneurship, innovation. We have Cleo, Cleopatra, which is the Egyptian queen, uh, bringing us vibes about uh, culture, social matters. And then we have Nice Guy, which is a polar bear, also remembering that our bears live in the Arctic. And if we don't take care of our planet, they will die. They will not find any food. Uh, So kind of like we have five animated characters while creating a brand. We are creating a story. We are kind of like incentivizing people to take action. So I think there is no one in the world like us. Uh, Maybe people have kind of used geolocated technology, but not in the way that we are doing it. 100% uh 100 sure we are the only ones doing the way we are doing it and this is why we have gotten so much attention from newspapers from articles that they want to write about us uh and also people that want to join the project because they feel identified with our vision and our mission about showcasing the best of the planet trying the world, creating stuff creating solutions
0: yeah. Okay, so when you were describing, just as, as a clarification for um, someone that is listening uh, uh, or or watching us, so when you're discussing about the five characters, this is uh, the BB club, right? So essentially yeah. your first use yeah. cases, and uh, which is, uh, maybe you want to tell, uh, I think you have already introduced it, it's a, a collection of souvenirs that can be minted all around the world that will be available in the major cities, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, the goal is to launch every city in the world. So what we mm-hmm. do is that we have our, our own core uh, design team and we have open source characters, 3D, hyper-realistic, pixel art, everything. You can use all of them. And then you mm-hmm. can, and then artists from everywhere in the world can launch their own collections of their city, showcasing the best of their places. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have a couple of events. We have all of these experiences. And then uh, people, when they go to the cities, they can collect those NFTs and they can enjoy those experiences. Uh, and yeah, so the goal is that we launch collections of those cities, and those collections are digital art in which these characters are the protagonists, And every character has a purpose of showcasing something about that specific place.
0: Okay, that's, that's clear, that's clear, that's great. Yeah. Um, and uh, what would be the next city?
1: So we have, uh, we're very happy. If, okay. if you
0: want to disclose it.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. So we have uh, four beautiful cities coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one is Medellin uh, next month. Uh, the next one will be, I mean, we are aiming to launch Medellin 6 or 7 of September because mm-hmm. there is this uh, Binance sponsor event about crypto in Medellin. And then we will go for Bogota, 13th of October, also because there will be this uh, crypt event in Bogota. And also I will be giving a talk for like uh, many, many, many people, a webinar for uh, the graduates from my university about NFTs and about geolocated technology, about our responsibility to take action about, uh, I mean, our generation needs to take action to save the world, to save humanity, blah, blah, blah. And then we will launch Mumbai, because we have uh, one of our key uh, members of the team. He's from Mumbai. He's an artist. He's a insane person, super talented. So we will launch Mumbai as well. And then uh, I will be a speaker at NFT London in the three and four of November. Uh, so I will. we will also be launching London. Uh, and then we have even more exciting news for the next month. Uh, the FIFA World Cup coming up. That's kind of like a sneak peek of, of what is coming next. Uh, so yeah, this is our series, and then for the next year, we have Japan, we have Korea. We are gonna to touch upon like East Asia and all of this area of the world, which is unbelievable as well. Yeah.
0: Okay, it's, okay. Gonna be it's, yeah, it's gonna be
1: insane. Yeah, it's gonna be insane, and every time we offer more value to our NFT holders, NFT collectors. So we are really, really, really enjoying the process, to be honest, because more cool people are joining the team. Uh, we are getting more attention. Uh, so it's, it's very fun, to be honest, it's very fun. Yeah.
0: Nice, I'm very happy to hear these exciting roadmaps and so many milestones in front of you. Yeah, uh, Changing uh, um, a little bit topic, more focusing on uh, uh, let's say, the right now, the struggles. So we know in the life of every entrepreneur, in particular when you start a company from a dream and then you create a company out of it, there are uh, several roadblocks on your journey. What would you say it has been so far the core challenge that you had to face?
1: Mm, to decide what to do, what path to take, because all the paths are available to you. Like no one else is doing geolocated NFTs. No one is doing the way we are doing it. So we really can take any path. We could we could do whatever. So it's like to have the power, to have some money, to have a team, and you, you need to decide what to do next is very challenging. Like the the complexity of being able to take decisions is very, 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 very challenging. And then you need to take a decision and you don't know if it is going to be correct or not the correct one but you take it anyway and then this decision opens the door to another couple of decisions and then more decisions so it's just the decision process i would say is the most challenging thing in the world and also the most challenging thing in the world is to achieve a moment in the project where you are convinced that what you are doing is really valuable it's really meaningful it's not stupid it's not uh, worthless. You get my point. It's not a yeah. joke. Like uh, when you achieve that moment, uh, you know that there are gonna be bad days ahead of you. Days that you doped a lot, but then you remember, no, no. But I already know that it's not shit. My project. So, so you kind of like overcome those uh, low moments. You get my point? Because uh, you can be super happy, super proud, and then the next day, oh my god, maybe this is this is not good. But then you already know that you overcame that part in which you thought that your project was worthless so you keep going man you keep going taking decisions but the most challenging part is to take decisions 100 percent. it's so so stressful so much
0: pressure it's very hard it's very hard but i completely feel you uh it's uh it's a startup roller coaster right so yeah. every day is another crazy loop and uh, you know, and it is difficult, as you say, on one side, there are so many options in front of you. On the other yeah. side, you want to make it right. Uh, when something goes very, very wrong, you doubt yourself, you doubt your, your your project. And at that point is when you need to build conviction. But as you say, when you're building that confidence, that love in your project, then even during the bad days, or even during yeah. the rainy days, you yeah. know that you will go ahead no matter what, and I think this is uh, the core of a good entrepreneur. Yeah, exactly. in the In the rainy
1: days, in the bad days, I just remember that that first day that I thought this is a good idea, and then I remember that day, and that's how I keep going in the rainy days. To be honest,
0: yeah, that that's amazing. That if uh, uh, I believe that in the life of any entrepreneur, there are those bad days, right? Uh, but you were able somehow to overcome them you know with your conviction and and uh, you know focusing on, on that and I have it many also in my life so I, I completely uh, can empathize with you well, do you have any suggestion into other entrepreneurs? What, what would you say to to other yeah. entrepreneurs?
1: yeah I would say web 3.0 allows you to do whatever you want to do whatever you are passionate about. So the first thing is to find what what is the gift that life gave you? What are you good at? And then, like, uh, what are you good at? What can you get paid for? How can you help the world? And all of this stuff, combine it and then create what you want to do. And then uh, I was reading David Foster Wallace the other day and he said he was using 90, 97% of him when he was writing his thesis, his philosophy thesis, but he was using 50% of him when he was working as a researcher for the philosophy department in Harvard, blah, blah, blah. So I think it's very important to use as much of you in what you work on. For example, in Esvenir, I feel I'm using probably over 90% of my skills. Like everything I love to do, I'm, I'm doing it here. You know my point? I talk to people, I travel. Um, I solve problems. Uh, I get the chance to create art. So I'm doing things that I feel I'm good at, right? I'm using the 90, over 90% of me. So I would say to find something that you can use over 90% of you, because then you can work Monday to Monday, 1 a.m., 12 p.m., 3 p.m. It doesn't matter the time. You are always kind of like, it doesn't feel like a work. It just feels like a purpose. You know my point? It feels more like a way to live. It's not a work. Like I don't have a schedule to work. I don't need to wake up anytime. I don't need to go to sleep anytime. I, it's just my way of living, creating this project. Uh, it's very meaningful work. And uh, and I feel like I am using myself. I'm using my gift, which I feel is to be very curious about the world, uh, travel the world, blah, 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 blah. So I would say use as much as possible of you in your in your work. And uh, then you will be it because you really need to love what you do otherwise otherwise it's not gonna last man it's
0: gonna be it's
1: gonna be bad you' are gonna quit.
0: yeah I love your vision I love your vision and it is also one of my realizations so and uh, I think the realization of many entrepreneurs that it's very very difficult to to chase money over an extended period of time. So if there is no purpose, if there is no yeah. fulfillment, if there is yeah. no vision, so if you don't see, you know, this project, uh, not only you know materializing in front of you, but also creating a context for your whole life, it is very, very difficult, you know, to build day after day. In particular, yeah, as we were saying before during the rainy days, right?
1: Yeah, I have three other companies. And I I like them, right? But I'm not as passionate as I am with this project. So with the other companies, I can skip a couple of meetings. I'm like, oh, maybe you get my point. But with this one, I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, someone new heard about us. They want to talk about us. Oh, this happened. You get my point, I'm all the time. And it's a way of living. It's not work. It's a way of living. So, So this makes a difference, 100%.
0: I'm completely with you. It's uh, uh, it, at least what I experienced is the energy also creation. So if uh, the the your project is created and uh, connected with your life, because uh, in a startup, your project is pretty much your life. If uh, this project create constantly energy, you know, for you, it's almost yeah. a flywheel because more your project uh, improves, more also your energy improves. And uh, yeah, you can uh, ignite these uh, uh, very positive let's say cycle yeah yeah it's energy man exactly it's energy fantastic it was an amazing conversation let me ask you now uh, I, I basically ask you about the struggles and uh, what about the wins the achievements that you had during uh, uh, your journey still talking about the spending, spending of sports so the first achievement achievement was
1: the moment I thought I had something good in my hands, because this project is not this project is constantly evolving. We are constantly evolving what we are doing. We trust the purpose. We trust the, what we are doing, but it's constantly evolving. We are not. We have found gold a couple of times, but we keep looking for more gold for more stuff. Uh, I would say the first big achievement was the moment. Because the project started as a token that had a tax that went to fund innovation projects for the ocean. So I was watching conspiracy and I saw how the fishing industry was destroying our oceans. And then I got very worried about it and said, we should have a coin that people use in all the coastal areas. And every time they use it, we have a tax and then we can protect more the oceans because we will have more capital, more innovation, more technology, blah, blah, blah. But then every, every idea that aims to replace money and it's not Bitcoin is definitely not a good idea. So uh, I was iterating, thinking, 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 thinking. And then one moment we we say, but we can mix NFTs. It doesn't need to be a token. We can have NFTs, we can have digital art about these animal species and people in this, they can collect those uh, turtles, uh, dolphins, sharks, and then we can use that money. And then we say, but maybe we just don't need to launch in the ocean. We can also launch in the cities. And then we can expand that and we can showcase how amazing humans are as well. Blah blah. blah. So I would say the biggest win has been the moment in which we achieved something that we felt proud of. We, we achieved something. We, we say, this is the way. Let's go. Let's go. So I would say that's the happiest moment I have had. It was in August last year, by the way. Nice. So I really remember that, that day as a winning day, for sure.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love that. It's still, uh, you know, an internal sensation, internal sensation where you 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 had the feeling that, okay, we are going in the right direction. So what I want to do is uh, actually materialize somehow in front of me and therefore I'm proud of it and I feel energized and I feel you know, capable also achieving certain goals. Yeah, I would say exactly that moment of hallelujah
1: when you, when you really got that. yeah, this is it. This is beautiful, it's
0: very good. Fantastic. Something that I also, I, I, was a, uh, I read one of the uh, mail that you send to your investors and to your community and to be honest, I was very touched about it for your capability of reflecting, you know, what happened. Or your capability of, you know, uh, thinking about a wow moment, thinking about uh, something uh, to improve uh, the learnings. Of course, you shouldn't disclose something that it's very personal, yeah. but I would I mostly want to touch upon your reflection capability, your capability of thinking about what happened, re-elaborating it, working on it, uh, and even communicating to the others. So essentially, you are transforming an experience in a learning and you're moving to the next yeah. phase. I think this is fascinating. Do you want to tell us yeah. a little bit more about it?
1: Yeah. So, so we launched New York City Collection. And uh, unfortunately, we focus too much in the technology, we focus too much in the art, but we focus zero or maybe 1% in customer acquisition in letting people know about us Uh, and nfts is still a very small market Like the number of active wallets in a specific location that are interested in collecting nfts is very small so you cannot aim to launch a project and then suddenly become uh, it's very hard it's very hard to create buzz about you to create noise and all of this stuff it's very hard so we didn't sell anything in New York City, we sold a couple of NFTs and all of this, but we didn't. We we didn't sell out. We didn't go crazy, and it was, I would say, very sad. Uh, but but yeah. So we just okay. It's I mean we did what we could do right uh, with what we could do, like with our time, with our resources, with our team. We did what we could do uh so it was a very sad moment to be honest uh but uh, we are still a bit shocked by it that's why the next launches we are trying to create all of these experiences we are to uh, we are trying to educate our community as well to go to newspapers to go to magazines to get interviews to my point to try to really really show the project not only to work on the art piece not only making sure that the collections of art are beautiful unique special not only working on the technology but also working on putting the project out there so people can start talking about it uh, and want to be part of it so so i would say i would say pain is some sort of beautiful as well and and, and suffering is part of it and 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 to be honest uh, it's nice because you feel like you are in a movie you feel sad you feel emotional uh, but it's the decision that you took right so you, I take full responsibility for everything I take full responsibility for everything and and I like it I again as as when you do something beyond the money beyond whatever, you are just enjoying every step, and definitely one thing you have to know is that success is not overnight. And this is the first thing I talked with my investor. He said, cesar this is just the for lunch. We have hundreds of lunches ahead of us, so no worries. And it's like this, man, like it's a long process, it's not rich overnight, it's not nothing of that, it's just constant discipline and a clear vision, I would say. So we are just patient, we enjoy the process. And uh, and always remembering that we are not gonna be sad forever. So after some sad days, there there was like good chill days, time to rest, time to to reflect on what just happened, all of this stuff. So it was part of the process, I would say. But yeah, it's it's always sad, man. It's always sad. But it's a long-term game and a marathon. And and the beauty of it is that you feel the people that like you that. Is supporting you. It's kind of like supporting you in those moments. So that's very valuable, I would say.
0: Yeah, I'm completely with you. You know, there is not uh, all sugar, right? So it cannot be all sugar. Maybe if it was all sugar, it would have been uh, not as sweet when you uh, you get you know the big win during your journey, right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So I'm completely with you. But how? I'm really, really interested in, uh, do you have a standardized way of uh, having this reflection moment? So like, for example, every day you have a diary, or after a moment that was uh, very stressful or very peculiar, you, you get some time to reorder your thoughts and you write them down. How do you approach it? Because I think it is extremely valuable, and I also believe that every Entrepreneur in the world should take this time to re-elaborate, understand, learn, and move on. What's your process? Yeah. So, um,
1: I read a lot. So, I, I read as many books as possible. That's my mm-hmm. process. So, I was reading what Mike Tyson did in his pitfall, what Ellen Musk did when he was down what the guy from Coinbase did when Coinbase was kind of like appearing in every newspaper because they were kind of like crisis or whatever, because they lay off many people. Uh, so I just tried to see what other people were doing. I tried to look for more motivational speakers, personal development, Tony Robbins, what Tony Robbins is saying, what Jim Rohn is saying. Jim Rohn was the mentor of Tony Robbins. So mm-hmm. I just tried to look for people that already... Made it that I already went through all of these struggles, and all of them say, "Man, you are gonna go to struggle." So, so I didn't go to Jordan Peterson, another famous thinker. Like happiness is not a uh, to go because happiness is not gonna last forever. So you have you gotta find something better than happiness to keep you going, right? Yeah. So I will say books for me is the answer, and it's books, man. And I I think this is very particular of every person uh for me it's books and and books to be honest and just to to run running as well running and books and gym and just trusting trusting the process
0: yeah okay okay so essentially constant learning and also yeah. obviously also um make uh, some reflection on happening because meanwhile you're reading, uh, you empathize, you learn, uh, you reflect yeah. on yourself, right? There is an yeah. exchange between... So
1: it's a, mix. it's a mix between exercising and reading, I would say. Mm-hmm. That's my process. Exercising okay. and reading because exercising, I get creative. Reading, I get creative. Uh, and then if I feel sad, I go exercising. I get like, it's, it's a mix between exercising and reading, to be honest.
0: It's not even okay. hanging
1: out with people. I don't get happier. I don't get, I don't feel anyone understands. So I just really need, to. but again, this is very particular of every person. For me, it's exercising and reading. I need to be alone. I need to be exercising and I need to be rain. Nothing else makes me happier. Nothing else makes me more calm. Uh, exactly. This is my particular way of dealing with that, with those struggles.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's great. You know, as you say, everyone have a different formula, right? Maybe for someone yeah. else is riding a bicycle, or you know, it can be potentially uh, everything as long as um, find your dimension. I believe.
1: Yeah, it needs to be healthy, right? It needs to be healthy. It's not like yeah. I will go, I get into a fight, or I will get drunk, or I will get uh, an overdose. No, no, it's none of that. It needs to be in a in the positive act of responding to a situation. in mm-hmm. my point? Always yeah. looking for the best of you,
0: I would say. Yeah. I completely agree with you. I think that the process of becoming an entrepreneur is also the process of becoming a better version of yourself. If these two things are not going in the same direction, yeah. you're probably not a good entrepreneur and probably also yeah. your project is not going to succeed. 100%, um, yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, I want to touch on one topic uh, that is very, very important for startups out there and very often is like, uh, you know, the difference between life and death. And it is fundraising. So I know that you already had uh, what we can call maybe a pre-seed round or, a, yeah, a pre-seed round, yeah. if yeah. it can be accurate, and um, getting more angels on board. Um how how did you get these uh, these investment? What was your secret sauce for getting yeah. this angel on board?
1: So I have raised money before for my other mm-hmm. companies,
0: mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but it's very hard to raise money, man. It's very right. It's very hard to raise money from someone that doesn't know you. This is very very hard. Yeah, because you need to. It's, it's almost impossible. So, if you see all the successful founders, many of these guys raise money from friends, from friends, from friends that were BCs, from friends that have BCs friends. So it's always your network. So the best way to raise money is to be in the network where people have money and are willing to invest in projects. And the best way to do that is to find entrepreneurs that have already raised money and and they can kind of like walk to your way in. But for some reason uh i raised money where i was not expecting to raise money i was just working every day Monday to monday in my office in sweden and, and i was motivated about it right but then people start seeing that you are working out of this so then the world spread and then and then uh, i became friends with an entrepreneur Swedish entrepreneur uh, who has founded many companies he has He's very successful. He sold companies to Nokia, a company to Nokia in the 90s. Uh, And then it's just kind of like happened, man. Do you get my point? Like if someone sees you, like if if there is a, let's say a mature entrepreneur, I think they can recognize when someone is really going for it. Do you get my point? When someone is hungry. And I'm hungry, man. I'm hungry. I'm super hungry about Espanol so when someone sees that hunger in you and that you have some sort of talent as well or some sort of capability to make that dream come true then they are going to give you the opportunity but all these things about applying and uh, just it's called emails for me is it's just working because i don't have friends that are pc's like i don't have that nerve, right like if you are from the upper class or from, I don't know, some very privileged society, whatever, it's easy for you. Man. It's easy for you. I wouldn't say it's easier, but it's easier at least. So I would say it's just to put on the work and put yourself in places where you can meet those people, right? So I would say Sweden is a good place because in Sweden there are a lot of entrepreneurs. They don't do anything else in the winter, in the dark winter than to work. So they are very creative people and they know what to do with their money. So it's a good place to start a business, I would say. So it's just hard work, man. Hard work and it's just hard work and kind of like, again, being good with words as well, right? You need to read to be good with words. You need to read to know what are the problems of humanity? What are the worries of humanity? What are the what worries a human being? A human wants to be recognized, wants to be remembered. A human, when achieve certain level of success, their success depends on the success of the people that they help. Right? So yeah. I would say you need to find and expose yourself to that type of people that already achieve some level of success that they really want to help because. That's how they get their happiness or their gratification. When people are super rich, they don't give a fuck. They, they care, but it's beyond money. You can appoint at some point, it's about helping others. So you need to be at that level, at that level, where someone wants to help you because they want to do something good for the world. You are going to be that asset that that someone wants to... Because again, I don't think people are doing it for the money. People want to do it for the gratification of having invested in someone that truly changed the world, truly made something significant. Uh, Because unless you go public, you are not going to get your money back, right? And I don't think, again, like if if you go after the money, it will not last longer, right? So I have that approach, more human approach to investing,
0: I would say. So okay yeah so let me try to summarize it so on one side yeah. uh, is putting you also in the right environment in the right condition of course if you are in the middle of the yeah. jungle it's very difficult to find an entrepreneur right you might yeah. but it's unlikely at least yeah number one the second thing is uh, essentially show what you get or show what you got so if you are very uh determined and you're very focused. Uh, so people will notice you one way or another, and yeah. uh, these uh, will obviously will be part of the way how these people evaluate you, right? This is an important part. This guy, this says that he's going to go full power. He's not going to stop in front of anything. Yeah. Um, the number three is also purpose, right? So dream. So if your dream is big enough, it became contagious, I guess, and other people can you know jump on the board uh, on on your ship with you and can help you you know one way or another. In particular, people that as is say, they have already maybe sold companies that are very very um, they are potentially wealthy and they are determined to make an impact in the world. Uh, also helping you, so you are somehow a mean to an end um, and uh, and yeah and basically you wrap it up everything in human sincere human relationship uh, and then uh, at least on the, your friends and family around will proceed. you will get your investment and most of all if you get you you good angels on board you will get also something else right you can get mentoring you and get entry, you and get connection with uh, uh, several industries did i uh, summarize yeah, yeah again much? like yeah yeah
1: the human part is very important that's my approach to, to these things, right? Because,
0: uh, yeah, I think that's. Okay, okay. Uh, I think that also uh, going uh, from struggle to struggle. Uh, the, the other struggle is uh, more related to hiring. So hiring process, getting people on board uh, on, and having good people on board at the beginning of your journey. So how did you approach this challenge or how are you planning to, you know, going forward yeah. in this challenge? Yeah.
1: So now we have worked with over 25 people in the project. Mm-hmm. But again, I have, I have some experience with three other companies. So I've been exposed to hiring many, many people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's never easy. It never gets easy. It just gets harder and it's, it's very hard to hire. It's very, very hard to hire. It's extremely hard to hire. It's very hard. It's very hard to find the right talent. Um, sometimes because you think you got money, you think you can pay for talent, but not always, probably you cannot pay for it. There are things you cannot pay for, right? You cannot pay for a loyal part of a loyal member of your team. You cannot pay for someone to stay up every day with you thinking and trying to look for solutions. This is kind of like things that are part of a human contract relationship, Mm -hmm. not like a work contract relationship. So I would say you want those members in the team, right? So what I want in Espanir is people that are in love with the vision, with the mission, with the art, with traveling, with the technology, people that are looking to experience more people that are really, really trying to become better people. So I'm, uh, I'm looking for that type of people. So the last hires that we have had, is just people that have been getting better and better and better with personal development. I can see there. So I got, we got two people recently and they are people that again have been growing personally. So I like that. So I would say more than fulfilling a, a list of tasks that is not well defined when you are a startup is you need someone that has good personal skills and that is in love with the mission of the project so I this is the most important for me. I don't care anything else like when someone comes to me, hey I can help you to do this ta 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 but it's like very very technical or practical it's like man I'm I'm not looking for that type of skills. I'm looking for loyalty. I'm looking for passion. I don't care. I don't care. I, this is what I want. This is my project. This is how I want to be. Because we, it's, we, are, we are a Web 3.0 project, right? It's all about the community. It's all about people feeling good when they are here. People becoming better people when they are here in the project. So I don't want people to come here and work for the money. I really don't want that. I don't want that. I want here because people come to, because we are a great project. You are going to have a fun time. You are going to learn. You're going to become a better person. You are going to become more valuable for the world. So this is my approach, man. Um, I could pay people. Yeah, I could pay people, but I want people to come here for the project, for the work. And this is what I talk to every of our team members nowadays. How much are you going to charge me? I can pay you that, but I am not, Like you know that it's not because of that. It's because of the work. Like I'm paying you $4,000 because not because you are delivering this. I'm paying you $4,000 because I want you to be in love with the project that you are going to give me a masterpiece that is probably worth $50,000. You get my point? Especially with artists because artists are very transactional, right? I tell an artist, hey, can you make a collection of Mumbai? Can you make a collection of New York? Yeah, it's $800, $900, 1000 I mean, bro, but it's not, you need to love the collection. You need to feel the city. You get my point? So I'm really, like when it comes to hiring, it's just, I really need someone to be in love with the project. If I can feel that, I can sense that, I'm good.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with you. Uh, there is an important part that is, uh, okay, sharing the, somehow the dream, right? So making sure that these people come to you because they share your dream. And when they share your dream, they will also work somehow at your pace, with your rhythm, with your direction. Exactly. This exactly. is so important. If this exactly is not happening... My, my Yeah, I can see you now. I think there was a little bit of a bump in the
1: background. So, my rhythm is very crazy. I'm working every day of the week. You know my point? So, yeah. It needs to fit the culture of the company, exactly.
0: Absolutely. So, it's not only a transaction, but it is uh, an important cultural feature that we are looking for, in particular when you are a startup, right? So, you want to have people with you that they are ready. I don't want to say jump on on fire, but almost, right? So almost,
1: yeah, yeah. Easy
0: okay, okay, see. okay. I'm amazing. I think uh, I think that you provide a fantastic overview of, you know, uh, what you should try to aim at when you're hiring, which is not only you know having a good talent, but you need to have someone in love with your project. Um, yeah. So just uh, uh, regarding uh, the more on the technical side of thing, uh, I know that you are building on, uh, on Polygon. So yeah. why, why Polygon? Uh, I
1: went for Polygon because Ethereum was too expensive mm-hmm. and because OpenSea was using Polygon at the time. So I really say okay. OpenSea is using it, it must be good. And then I did my research And it was actually good. It was actually one of the top five or top three even blockchains most used. So I said, let's go for it. And then I talked with the Polygon community, and they were kind of friendly. Uh, So I said, let's go for it. Like I didn't think it twice. Let's just go for it. I was I I had many options going for Solana, going for finance, but at the end it was it, again it's just you could have taken any other path right i could have gone for any other blockchain but i went for poly you know my point is it's a decision you take it's not it's not it's not the correct answer to anything it's just the decision we took
0: yeah I would but say. I, but i think there is also a very extended network now Poly on there are thousands of, of dApps, right and also uh, they are moving, I think, very, yeah. very fast in the direction of zero knowledge proof for labs and might open up also to uh, yeah. additional use cases you know, and uh, even uh, a different type of uh, uh, scalability. So I think it can be a very good bet. Uh, exactly. It's just what it is. You also yeah. get, did you get a grant from Polygon?
1: Yeah, I got a grant from Polygon. And I also got some sort of support from them. Yeah. Okay. So uh, when you are starting and you get a grant, is it's their grant. You're going know, to point, it's like, fuck, it's sick. Someone gave me money to build my own project. This is very, very helpful.
0: Very helpful. Yeah. Okay. That definitely yeah. helped, right? So they probably have a strong interest in having more and more adoption of building on, on uh, their chain. And on the other hand, uh, they are happy, you know, to support very promising uh, protocols uh, and new dApps and good founders. So it is good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. Um, Yeah, I think we had a a fantastic conversation, but before we wrap it up, I would like to ask you if, uh, is there anything that you want to add? So more talking to our community, and what, is there anything you want to add about your project or about your journey, about anything else about Daniel? Um,
1: yeah, first of all, thank you for having me here and talking about this, everything we talk about. And then it's important that people follow us on our social media, Instagram, Twitter, so then they can keep up with what we are doing. Uh, we are super open, so if anyone wants to reach with us, reach to us if they need support with whatever, we are happy to talk about it. Many people of many other NFT projects actually have reached out to us or many curious people that they want to launch an NFT project or they want to know about whatever. We always come back to them. Um, and I will say, get into web 3.0, educate yourself, jump on the boat. 'Cause the smartest people are working here, it's very attractive for capital as well. So there is no way web 3.0 will not be a huge thing in the next years. So it's better to be early on this journey. And you can do whatever you love in this space. So try to look for that gift and have fun and enjoy the enjoy the journey.
0: Okay, that's amazing. Uh, I think it was also an amazing closing. You know, talking about Web three and how important is this Web three revolution. Um, just uh, uh, I will just remind a few things. The Hypernest podcast will be published two times a month. Uh, we it is uh, sponsored uh, by uh, Hypernest Accelerator and and Accelerator DAO that helps very ambitious founders to build the future of Web3, mostly working in the area of DeFi and infrastructure. This is the two topics that we are more interested in and where we are providing for now at least the majority of our support. Um, uh, 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 Anyone interested can also join our Discord. of course, we have telegram and twitter but most of all you can if you are interested to be a speaker you can apply in our uh, landing page you know on our website it is hivernes.xyz uh, But you will find this uh, also in uh, the uh, comment so have a fantastic day and thanks again uh, Cesar